0: the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, when well, my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. And with marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat. Coaching is the flavor of the day. while also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating, in the Catholic phase. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 147th episode, how you've lost respect in your home and how to get it back, part two. Plus, live calls from you answer your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that cue or in your browser at callinstudio.com slash radical one for some resolution to your marriage confusion and so as we always do we rock with the quote of the day and that states quote god had one son on earth without sin but never one without suffering end quote saint augustine of hippo bam I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage Confused. And so, as we hit off this morning early, we have a caller which I will bring it on. And remember, guys, honestly, this is a calling show, so like try your best not to get impatient with the callers because you know they are man enough to call in <laughs> and get advice and to really try to understand their problem. That's what this show is really was created for is to help people that can't contact me any other way um, or my gatherer, my program. If they want to call and talk to me, that's what this is really for to give them an hour um, to, 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 to contact me if they want. And so just try your best to be patient. Sometimes the person might ask a question that's not on the topic of the day, but it's about marriage. So try your best to be patient, And to understand this person really needs help just like you and never know whatever they have might be what you're going through. You know, you just don't even know it. (laughs) So hopefully my technology works and we will bring the caller on right now. Hello. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning. How's it going today? Pretty good here. Uh yeah, going good, man. I, I I'm getting up late, man, trying to get some rest. I couldn't sleep, so I jumped up and ran to get some adoration, and I feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I
1: had to I had to do my prayers today too, and that's basically I was it helped me through the day. But on the call topic, with with you know trying to get the respect back in your home, my thing is, um, most women attack women when they see especially when they're jealous of another woman in their marriage. That That's mostly my problem and a lot of men that I've been talking to. And then even some of the men that's in the program that you do that we, you know, we talk back and forth. It was a lot of outside influence that helped um, with the disrespect that's coming towards the husband, you know, especially when a woman talks high about, Husband, You know, they want to brag on the husbands, whatever. Yeah, my husband, he did this for me. He bought me a diamond ring. He bought me a car. And then the other woman that don't have that going on in her life or women, and even men, they find a way like, oh, that's such, such, all men ain't good, this, this, and that. And then they try to look for faults in the other woman's marriage to point out so they can use that against them, you know, t- to cause strife in the household.
0: Yep. Yep. So, the thing is, man, I advise every man to keep your wife, if you have a wife, whether y'all in good standing or not, whether you love each other deeply or not, doesn't matter, to keep your wife away from divorced women. I'm telling you, they are a cancer yeah you they you think they but the thing about them is they think that they're doing good because they have all these personal experiences. Well, because your marriage didn't work out. You couldn't keep your man happy. Don't be trying to destroy this other woman who's trying to do what God wants her to do and keep her marriage together. And if she's telling you about some problems in her marriage, you should be, as a woman, divorced woman, should be trying to say, look, girl, I don't want you to go through what I went through. But this is the positive stuff that I learned that would have probably helped my marriage stay together. But see, they don't do that, do they? No, they don't. They try to get the wife. To, to find things to, because people naturally always want to talk about negative stuff. That's why, like me, if I, t- on this show, and as you know, you know me, um, Juan, you know, if, if I talk about something negative, I always bring about 10 more positive things behind it. The reason why is we could talk right. about negative stuff all day long, but negative stuff don't get you nowhere. It don't improve your marriage. It don't make your marriage better. So divorced women, the reason they do that, man, is because they're hurt deeply. They have a lot of pain and, then, and anybody, go ahead. They have a lot of pain and stuff. And so they don't really realize the harm and damage that they're doing to the woman who really just needs some encouragement on how to talk to her husband and get her husband to kind of them to come together and communicate better. Go ahead. So
1: like we was talking about the other day in the group, is a lot of the guys that was in the group was talking about the same thing. And what I got out of that too, like I was telling you in the email too, Everything was going good with us until that phone rang. And it be the, <laughs> when the phone rang, it'd be the, the negative woman on the other end. Girl, what you doing? Oh, uh, when I'm at home watching TV, um, we sit and talk. You sitting talking with him? Girl, you need to get out that house. He's trying to bait you back in so you can forget about the divorce. This and this. I can hear how loud she talking on the phone. And then she turned, my wife turned around and looked at me, and then I don't even recognize her no more. As quick as I can get her pulled back in to talk, you know, and we sitting talking, having a good time. We didn't have breakfast. I didn't seven good hours. That's just like yesterday. We was doing good until that phone rang again. And then all of a sudden, she started wanting to talk about divorce again. We've been doing good every time to that phone rang. So I'm competing against her mother that went through a divorce. I'm competing against a sister that's contemplating divorce with, you know, she's actually beating her butt. So I see what's going on with that. And then a friend that's been divorced over 16 years came back in her life. And that's when all this stuff started happening with me. We've been doing good. We'll be married 12 years, December 29th of this year. Now every marriage has its ups and downs or whatnot, but we was able to work through it. So now, you know, that I'm not able to perform as a husband, that's working against me, number one. Now there's emotions, there's depression and all that stuff coming in. Um, And now it's a bunch of feelings. So everything that's going on now is the other woman feeding
0: off my wife's feelings and using it against her They'll go against me. So I'm going to tell you how to combat that. And all you gentlemen listening right now, when, when Satan is on the other line talking to your wife. Now, look, man, listen. Let's just be real about this stuff, man. Look, we got to get out of the natural world, and we got to delve into the supernatural world, man. Mm-hmm. Remember, a lot of times, we for, like just think about it. Every time we go to church on Sunday, we're in church. Oh, my God, mass and stuff. Oh, my God, this is beautiful. God is talking to me. I'm, I'm, worshiping, the, I'm worshiping the Father, and I'm doing everything. This is, like, great. But as soon as that mass is over and you walk out down them church steps, what happens? Whoosh. The natural world hits you again. Right. Yeah. And so yep. this is why it, it makes you believe that God is kind of not there. Like and so we get in this habit of going through our day to day life, not relying on God to do his job. He's there, but we have to invoke him. Right. The Holy Spirit. So the way that you combat your wife talking to that lady or that phone ringing and stuff like that and her doing her attention is man through spiritual warfare, really Mm -hmm. get the the prayer, prayer, suffering and sacrifice and getting into, you know, asking God and the pulling to send the Holy spirit to change the heart of your wife. And one day you might be surprised, man, your wife, that phone might ring and she might, she might put it on vibrate or put it on silent or something and keep talking to you but we've got to let the Holy Spirit do his job. We try to do everything on our own too much, and we don't remember that mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is wants our marriage to be together. God wants our marriage to be together. Why? Because that spreads the love of him. Um, the other thing is um, that prayer will protect you from that praying, and, and remember, prayer is a suffering. So it will protect you. Your sacrifice as a man, as the authority in your home will help The Holy Spirit, when you pray to affect the heart of your wife, and it's not going to be immediate, but if you keep up the perseverance, it will happen over time. All right. So that's just like what I told her yesterday, too.
1: You know, I said you got to get the world out of your head. You got to get there. You can't have everybody in your feelings and your emotions right now. You need to bend your knees and talk to God. He's going to say this is the first time I heard him say this in two months. He's like, well, I did. I said, well, if you did, you know, you we would see more of an adjustment. So she did, you know, agree with me with that. So she said, well, I had to leave everybody alone because she got, let's just say the five factors, she got five people on this side saying, fight for your marriage. Don't listen when nobody say you put God, you and your husband first, and then you got the other side that's saying, oh, skip that girl. You can do better by yourself. You 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 can see the light, the grass is green over here. Look at me, girl. I'm happy. No, you're not. No, she's you're not going on cruises by yourself. So every time I look at her on Facebook or whatever, she's on cruises. She's doing to do. She's going to casino cruises, going on these single cruises. But you're by yourself. But That's so miserable. But so
0: are the housewives of Atlanta. The housewives of LA. Yeah. They they are miserable, y'all. Look at if you look and at, then, them, and look at the, those. The those women are miserable, and they got more. They got money, they got fame, they got they got a lot of these things. They're infamous. They got all these things going, and they are still, listen to them talk. They're miserable. And
1: then you and then you know what's the messed up thing too, and a lot of them got that Tyler Perry syndrome. They looking at this fairy tale love on TV and and think that's how the marriage is supposed to be there's no real factors of what you see in that movie. No and depth. then you got these other women, these other women like, girl, if he's not doing this and wanting down, and you, this and this and that every week, leave him alone. Well, hold on. Are you wearing out the factors of what you do and contribute to the marriage too? See, all the women in the, in her ear, I've seen they downfalls. I was around a long time with a lot of them too. And i seen the lack on both sides. It, sometimes it'd be more than the other. Well, Most of our women, they don't look at the fact is, and I know, Jerry, you say don't bring up uh, the fault that they did because you're trying to heal and go for it. But it's kind of hard to sit back and grit your teeth to be like, wait a minute, baby, you know why I pulled back and wasn't talking to you? Because I was not trying to start an argument with you because I know you and your feelings. And then especially, and this is another thing you have brought up too, we're supposed to keep track of our wives, our relation chart, because that pays a big, Factor on their feelings when you're talking to them. And I noticed when my wife was ovulating or getting ready to ovulate, going through her premenstrual or PMS, she gets real argumentative. She gets emotional. She will go through her crying phase, and then you see her watching a bunch of Terry Tyler Perry movies. Then when it comes down, she's more easy to deal with. But if these women is coming to her
0: while she going through her PMS factor. it it is hard to talk to or, or not not to mention menopause. Another thing, too, a lot of guys don't really realize how important menopause is in their marriage. If your wife is over 40, you and and your wife is, is doing a lot of things that like making a lot of illogical decisions, or she's like really emotional or she's, you know, or, uh, she's she's angry and things like that a lot more man that's because that's that menopause messing with her um and if you don't really understand menopause man i have uh go to my show i mean my um my uh youtube channel and 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 pull up menopause um on that on my channel on my my channel search for it and it'll come up i got like three or four shows on it the reason why so many shows because it's very very important that man, you, you, and so that'll help you understand. Which leads me to this one last point, and I gotta let you go. Is looks, man. Let's talk about the real deal of this, man. The real deal is this. My job as your coach is to kind of teach you about how your wife thinks, to teach you the things that that she feels and and what she wants and what she needs, so that you understand what you're dealing with. You, you, you're dealing with as a husband these days, it's not like the older days, man, where, you know, everybody lived on a ranch somewhere in the middle of the forest, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and it was just mm-hmm. you and your wife and your kids. It's not like that anymore. And then when you add the internet into the whole mix, you gentlemen have got to understand what you're dealing with today. This is why it's Too more like two things. You got to be patient with your wife. Stop getting angry with her. Stop being frustrated with her. Understand the reason I tell you all the things I tell you about how your wife thinks is so that you can have empathy and understand what you did. Like my father used to always tell me, if you know how somebody is, then it makes you it makes you it helps you deal with them better. And so when you guys are knowing that your wife is in this state of mind, you got to be patient with her, more loving, more empathetic, more supportive and ask her more. "What, What can I do to help? Those kind of things. Stop the arguing, and debating, and fighting, and criticizing, blaming her for a lot of stuff because she's getting influenced. You're, and she's getting influenced by by these people outside of your home, and then if she comes home and then you're on her too, what is that going to do? Just like men, we all know about how it is when we're getting nagged at work, then we're getting nagged at home, then we're getting nagged at our parents, and our you know that stuff gets old. So when your wife comes home. You want her to come home to a haven of a loving husband, who's someone who understands her, someone who's trying to be patient with her, and someone who is praying and fighting Satan for her. Okay?
1: And, you know, Jerry, and real quick, I know you got to go. I got to, you know, let me go. But you know what? It was so messed up the other day. And I forgot to tell you this through our session the other day. I know we get on tonight at 9. But... I had ran her bath water after she came out with the bath water. I Remember, I told you I'd rubbed her back down for an hour. I rubbed her feet. And I had her melting in my hands and talking to me. I was able to get an embrace and everything. I almost got a kiss. Then that phone rang. And then Evil Lynn came back out. Girl, what you doing? I can hear her talking. Girl, what you doing? Oh, nothing. Uh, We sitting up here talking. You need to leave. He's trying to get I was like, look, at Satan working. So I instantly went back into prayer. She came back home early because, you know, she still leaves out every night. When I went back into prayer, she came home early. And then here in Detroit, we had a big uh, thunderstorm and everything. So she came in early. The lights was out. So we sat and talked again, but we didn't talk about divorce. We were not even talking about the relationship. But, I, but what I want to leave with
0: everybody, prayer works. Bend your knees, pray, do the rosary, pray, pray, pray. Amen. All right, brother, have a good day. Thank you so much for calling, Juan. And thank you. Thank you as always, Jerry. Thank you so much. You are the the king of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. I'll see you tonight. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, gentlemen, we are back and we are going to be moving and grooving and we are going to get this content going about disrespect in your home as a father and a husband and how to get it back. Oh, my goodness. I feel so sorry for guys like that. It's painful. It's painful to talk to men where they have you know, their wife is mean to them and just hates them and is treating them really bad and goes off places and doesn't tell them where they're going and just does all this kind of stuff. And then the children are chaotic and the kids don't respect them and the kids don't love them. And the kids think that he's an ogre and he's mad and he's crazy. And they just, you know, He's he's just not the father that they want. And they're very disrespectful. Man, that is a chaotic household. It's a chaotic household. And a lot of guys, what we do is we go, well, well, I'll just go to work. You know, yeah, but work only works for a while. You know, we've got to start getting our homes in order, gentlemen. And if you really try your best, like today, a lot of things I'm going to say, like I said, the on the on the last show. A lot of things I'm going to say, you're not going to agree with me. You're not. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're not going to agree with a lot of things I say on this subject. You know why? Because it's hard work. You're going to say, I can't see myself doing that. But, man, listen. Like I said yesterday, what you have to do is take my stuff, put it with your stuff and at least try to come up with some plan to get control of your home. When I say get control of your home, I don't mean like get a whip out and start whipping. I mean get to bring god in your home and get satan out okay get your wife loving you again your kids respectful and understand that you are that that, that they need you as a father because without that you're just in a chaos every day look man there's nothing worse than marriage problems nothing there's nothing on this earth worse than marriage problems second thing is is, is god problems and kid problems That's why you always hear me talk about God first, wife and marriage second, kids third, and you don't even think about yourself at all until those three are satisfied. Your life would be much, much better. It'll be much, much better. So with that being said, we're going to go over a couple of questions just, to, just to, from yesterday just to kind of get this going. And then I'm going to get into the main, the main subject, you know, to, uh, of why we're doing this. So how does, how does so let's go by, um, how does disrespect even arrive in your marriage like I talked about yesterday? Well, it's easy. Like, why don't you guys communicate like you did when you were courting? Why don't you guys, you know, courting is like you're about to get married. You got the engagement going on. You know, everything's going. You decide that this gonna be the woman I marry, right? Or when you were started dating, why don't you talk to her like that? Then all of a sudden now you get married, been married for three, four, five, 10 years, twenty years. I talk to her any old kind of way I want, and that hurts women. You, you men got to understand that you cannot talk to your beloved like she's another per- any other person that, that you come across, because it hurts her when you do. You've got to elevate your tonal voice. you got to talk loving and caring all the time. If you can't be right, a lot of guys might say, well, you know, why, why do I got to act all soft for her? Well, that's because that's the the woman of your children. That's the mother of your children. That's the one who you said, I'm going to love her for the rest of my life. That's the one who you said, she is the woman that is going to be my soulmate until we both die together. We're going to grow old together. Okay. So, if you don't listen to her if you don't um if you don't like uh if you interrupt her when you're talking um if you raise your voice and get mad or even if you get disappointed in her, women can't take that because they're bonded to you gentlemen they're bonded to you with children with the marital embrace being married before God there's a strong bond there, and so it's it hurts them deeply, even if you're just disappointed in her, even if you just disagree with her, you gotta understand what you're dealing with. this is why when I say would you know be i'm not saying completely don't marry a divorced woman but what i am saying if you're going to marry a divorced woman you got to know what you're getting into she's not a regular woman she's hurt very deeply because she has a failed marriage behind her it's not even like a widow widows are different they're different but just understand that and then even the single women be careful the single women too because There's nothing really wrong with single women inherently, but they have different goals and ideas about life than a married mother wife does. And that's a conflict. Right. So if your wife is going out with a single woman every uh, every week, especially without you uh, or they're doing even if they're going on vacation, I I don't vacation and stuff. I don't understand how husbands let their wives go on vacation to the Bahamas without them. That is marriage chaos. That is marriage ending of the marriage within a few years. You keep letting that crazy stuff happen. because we see guys these days, we don't know what to do. These women, they just all they, the women are all just all over the place and they want to do what they want to do. Back listen, this is what happened during the women, the women's suffrage time. The men back there before women's lib and all that stuff, the men back there had it on. Women would would support them. They they made voting decisions together in the home. They worked together a lot more, and then all of a sudden, this women's live stuff come around, women's suffrage come around. All of a sudden, women get out the side of the house. They start putting on pants. They start doing all this other stuff that doesn't have to do anything with the family and marriage. And and what happens is those weak men because they didn't want anything. They didn't want the. They didn't want any. They didn't want their wife to be upset with them or their wife to be mad and, and and causing more problems. They just let them do what they want. Now, look, look at the world. Look at our society right now. Is it better? Is it really better? Who takes care of the kids? Who takes care of the kids? Be honest, man. Be honest. Nobody does because everybody's at work. That's what's up. And the kids are suffering for it. The family is suffering for it. The marriage is about 60 percent divorce rate. 80 percent of marriages filed are oh, filed by who? Women. Because they thought women thought that when I get outside, and I start working, I start putting on pants and I start doing all this stuff that's going against the natural order of, of, of God. That I was going to be happy. Yeah, if you're so happy, why are you filing for divorce? 80% of the divorces are filed by y'all. Why? If you're so happy. So this is what I'm saying. When you talk to your wife, you got to understand that you guys are bonded. You cannot run your home like, like your fa- your grandfather's and grandfather's fathers did because it ain't going to work because like I was telling um Juan, women have too many outside influences, man. But they, can, they think they, 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 they think all the stuff that, that's going on is they, they see the shiny object outside of your house and they think that is what is the good thing. It's not. It's not. And your job. This is why you need the help of the Holy Spirit in prayer and suffering and sacrifice to keep your wife in her right state of mind. Does that make sense? you know, people don't really realize the power of God in our lives daily. People only go to God for the most part. Oh God, save my marriage. Oh God, make my wife love me more. Oh God, make my children more respectful. Oh God, give me a job. Oh God, give me some money. No, man, you've got to understand. That God in our lives is what is going on every single day, so that when you do go to God and you do ask for help from our Lord, He goes, I know you, I know you. Okay, and so how does disrespect arrive in marriage? It starts with small bickering, then you start debating with each other, then you start criticizing each other, and then You get too comfortable with each other in the relationship, and then all out arguing and fighting starts. Next, how does disrespect arrive in parenting? Negotiating with your children. You can't negotiate with your children. They're three years old. I can't understand why people do that. First of all, three-year-old don't understand what you're saying anyway. That's how you tap that butt to get them to do what you want, but understand pain. Okay. Next, allowing children to get allowing children to get away with ignoring you. Okay. Next. Um, it's also disrespecting in um in parenting is having to ask your children more than once or twice to do something, um, also allowing tipper tantrums in public, allowing tipping tantrums at home, allowing tipper tantrums in the in church. This is a travesty. This is a travesty. This means that the man of that home has no clue what's going on in his house. If you got kids having temper tantrums and you can't control them, and then the poor wife. This is why you need men around. the poor wife, she's just trying her best. She is so embarrassed because she don't know what to do. Well, you guys as parents inherently know what to do to get that child under control. But you won't do it because you're trying to be your child's friend. Okay? Next, don't allow pouting. Okay? So these things gonna disrespect. So the more you as a man don't get in control of your home, the more our Lord allows the demonic in your home to increase the pain, chaos and confusion and loss of love. And so we come back from break. We're going to get into this really quick and start rocking. All right. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free, yes. Within thirty days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage dot com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit Marriage dot com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, Marriage dot com. Hey, 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 we are back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. So now we've done the background. We had a caller for the day that's talked about that was on the same subject we're talking about disrespect. I kind of went to a little bit of how if you listen to the caller, if you listen to me, you can start understanding how disrespect how to get rid of it how to get it back and some of the things that you've got to do and the foundation of a lot of why your wife is doing that why is your wife being disrespectful why are your kids being disrespectful and the and the simple answer is influences outside the home influences outside the home your kids go to a school they learn how to be disrespectful because kids don't leave home as a kindergartner being disrespectful to their parents so where do they learn it from Boom, they learn it from school. Then they come home and the father, they start disrespecting the mother and father and the father doesn't check them. He lets it go on. He doesn't nip it in the bud. And then now the kid gets to be 10 and 15 and 17. And before you know it, it's all out disrespect, all out chaos in the home. So please try your best to understand where we're going. Also prayer and suffering. Prayer is the key to trying to keep your home in um, in um, in some sort of peace. The reason why, this is why the relationship between God and you and your wife is paramount. It's important that you understand that prayer and God is how you keep peace in your home. People don't understand that. They think I only go to God when I got problems. No, you go to God every day, even when you don't have problems. So that God knows you serious and he knows and you don't and he knows you're not taking him for granted. Just like we take our wives for granted. Right. Okay, It's all about relationships, gentlemen. It's all about relationships and and appreciating what you have and not and knowing that I don't want to lose that, which means what? I'm not going to take my kids for granted. I'm not going to take my wife for granted and I'm not going to take God for granted. And when you do that, your home starts to become peaceful, and then God instills grace in your home, and then the respect and the love and the caring starts to seep back into your home. This is why people, they like guys, can't sit here and listen to an hour show. People can't do it. You know why? Because they really don't want help. They just want a quick fix. Like, boom, just look, man. Just tell me those four things, so I can get the hell out of here. Well, see that right there is why your marriage is crapped out because you, this stuff, marriage is a lifelong 24, 700 year, 50 year job. But here's the kicker. The kicker is this. If you take care of your house, it is worth its weight in 10 times weight in gold. It is. I try my best to get men to understand that every day the, the your house and your marriage and your wife and your kids, it all comes together. You are the catalyst to this whole thing. You are given the, the, the you are given the powers of protection and defense. And so what do you do? You also serve. Then that's where the grace comes through to God by your prayer and your service to your marriage and a service to your children and your family. This is how you do it, gentlemen. And that takes time to explain that. I can't just explain that in five seconds. I can explain that in 10 minutes. If you this, this podcast is not about how, this is not like almost any other podcast that you know. The reason why is I go, and there are some podcasts on different subjects that do exactly what I do. I'm not trying to just give you the quick fix because there ain't none. There's not, when your wife asks for a divorce, man, it ain't no quick fix, man. So stop thinking that. It takes months and months and months of you proving that you're not going to be that jerk you were five years ago or a year ago or six months ago or a, or a day ago. Because women, once they get hip to your game, they are going to put you through hell to make sure that if I come back to you, if I say I don't want to divorce anymore or I drop the divorce or I want to have sex with you again, that you're not going to turn back into this guy that neglects me. That doesn't spend time with me, that doesn't show me I'm number one in your life. That hurts me when he talks to me, that doesn't listen to me, that doesn't value my opinion. See, you guys just don't get it, man. You just don't get it. And you want you want me to you want me to be like the world and just give you a quick fist in five seconds. That's not what this show's about. I can't, it can't be like that because marriage is not like that. And if you think about it, there's nothing in your life like that. That you can go and get a quick fix. This ain't a YouTube video. where, look, how to change the tire on my car? Well, yeah, you can you can fix that. You can do that. But complicated, very complicated stuff. Like, how do I swap out an engine? Man, that's complicated. You can't learn that in five minutes. How do I save my marriage? Man, you can't learn that in thirty days, in five seconds, in ten seconds, in ten minutes. If you do, the person's not doing you justice. And do you really want to listen to that person anyway? Okay. So sit back, get your cup of coffee, you know, and, and and hell, it's a little early for some wine and, and whiskey, but <laughs> but hey, you know, if you're a cigar smoker or a cigarette smoker, hey man, chill. My point is chill, man. Chill and relax, and let me help you. And let me do my best to give you some ideas to help your marriage to help you to really start to do something that is going to, that's going to mean something to your wife. Okay. Um, And so with that being said, ah, let me see. Let me see. Who said that? Ah, okay, here we go. So first thing, give respect to save your marriage. Okay. So first and foremost, first and foremost, this is an offense of God. So when your wife and your kids disrespect you in the home, this is an offense against God. And that is why, first of all, God left Adam, who was our first father, in charge, responsible for the house. Many women don't understand that. This is why you hear me say responsible, because men are inherently responsible throughout time for their home, not their wife, not their kids. This is why men have to have the authority to do what they got to do inside their home, because when they stand before God in their particular judgment, What's going to happen is they are the ones responsible. God's going to look at you and say, "Hey, man, how was your house?" He's not going to say that to your wife. He's not because her job is not the, her job is not the house. her job is the children to love them, to educate them in the faith, to nurture them, to make them great citizens. That's the, your wife's main job. It's your job together, but her main purpose is for that. And so, guys, what is every outside your house, what is everything in this country designed to do to get your wife to leave her children 12 hours a day? It's designed like that. So and then you have me. Huh, I must be stupid because I totally go against that. You know why? Because it. because we've tried that way for a 100 years now, something like that. Whenever women's women's suffrage was probably. 150 years now we've tried that way haven't we everybody just when i'm think about what i'm saying we have tried the way of satan we have indulged in his pleasures we took on the mission and look at our country look at our families look at our marriages i probably got 2 or 3000 people to listen to each episode of my podcast why is that because they're in pain because they're they're they're, they're in pain so that's what I'm trying to get you guys to see, man. This is just not your problem. It's a societal problem, which you guys are smart. You know that. I ain't got to say that. So when your kids disrespect you, it's against God. If you let them disrespect you, that's sin. Okay? So the fourth commandment is very, the is very as we went through the the, the, the mortal sins, the last five, you know, five of six souls last week and stuff. The fourth commandment is very, very strict, particular and strict on what it's talking about honor thy mother and father. That means I can't smart out to my mama even though I'm 57 and my mama is 70, whatever. Okay? Doesn't matter how old you are. You cannot disrespect your parents. You cannot call them and and dog them out and, and not take care of them and all that kind of stuff. You cannot give your parents attitude and stuff like that. And that's what kids do these days. Kids are miserable. Look at kids. They are miserable. Just like the women are. The kids are miserable. Most kids are miserable, dude. Because most of, you know, a lot of them, they got divorced. They're in a divorced home. They're getting dragged all over the place. Oh, the kids are going to be okay. The kids are going to be fine. Yeah, sure they are. Sure they are. Okay? So, as the husband, you are given headship and authority in the home according to the natural order. The natural order is important as it defines our roles in the family so that all runs as it should. See, you hear that? Your role is more broad as your responsibility includes taking care of all that is in the home. So when I say you're responsible for everything in the home, I'm not lying. You're responsible for all the money. You're responsible. And this this is God talking. This ain't Jerry talking. So let's get that straight off the bat. You're responsible for all the money, all the dishes, all the diapers, all the trash, cleaning up. You're responsible for getting the roof repaired, the mowing of the grass, all the finances situations, you're responsible for it. Now, being responsible, if you know that it is 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 an intricate difference between being responsible and you doing it. You being responsible just means if it doesn't get done, you are the one that's held responsible for it in the eyes of God. Just like when you go to work, if you are a supervisor, you're you're responsible for your people, just like a bishop in a in an archdiocese. He is responsible for his diocese all the people what they do and don't do just like a priest he's responsible for his flock okay this is how it works this is not just God this is how every this is how every organization in the world works somebody's responsible when people don't do what they're supposed to do there's the leader that's responsible and that's how you are in your home this is why you can't take this lightly okay because now you're responsible for for God our Lord Jesus Christ the Trinity so that's why this is important, okay? It just means that you must make sure that it's done, right? That's what responsibility really means is your job is not actually maybe to maybe to do all those things, but it's to make sure that those things get done in your home. and some guys can't even do that right. They don't even want to tell their, tell their kids do chores. How, how are you supposed to run a house and you as a man doing everything, or your wife is doing everything? Once your kid hit kid once our kids hit three, four years old, they should have a chore to do. I don't care if it's pick up their toys, make their bed. I don't care. As long as you're in the house, in our house, me and the wife's house, I got you got chores to do. Why? That makes you a good citizen. It makes you not being selfish, right? It makes them not, not you, but it makes them not being selfish. And they grow up, and they're not selfish, and they understand there's a job to do, and they know how to be a team. Okay. Now, your wife's role is more condensed, but no less important, as she is ordered more towards taking care of the children. So is the heart, she is the heart of your home. She draws you and the children together as you lead both towards God. Okay. That's another thing many don't understand, right? That your wife is the heart of your home. Like the blessed mother was in the Holy family, St. Joseph, the blessed mother, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's the Holy family for those that don't, that don't know that. Okay. She is the heart of the home. She she gives she draws all the love from her husband Saint Joseph and she, in, in, in this case uh God and she gives it to the world, she gives it to her family, and then to the world. That is what your wife is, but you've got to let her do that. You know, your wife is this. This is why I teach you men how to love your wife so hard that she can't help but give the love that you've given her through appreciation and caring and love. She gives that to your children and she gives that to the world, to your church members, to your friends, to your parents, her parents, all the love that you give your wife. She spreads that to everybody else. She is the heart of your home. It beats through her. Okay. And you've got to understand that this is the structure of a great home. Really. Like my kids... And I'm not please me. I'm not saying I'm the no all be all in this area. I'm just saying because my house is no more perfect. It's not perfect at all. But I'm saying generally, my kids and probably your kids too. They go to the my They go to their mother. They go to their mother and talk to her. They have conversations with her. They do. They they bond with her more. Why? Because she is the heart. She's the beat. And then, like, when they want to talk to me, right, you know what they do? They go run the ideas by my wife first. And then my wife will say, that's probably a good idea or I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, that's the way it's always been. You know, and so what I'm saying to you is why? You know why it's like that? Because you as the man, you got to go out and work 18, 12 hours a day. I'm not saying that your wife's not working, but we know that's not very a very good idea, don't we? You know, but it is what it is today. I understand that. But still, it's the same principle, okay? So um, if you allow your wife or children to disrespect you, they are ultimately not only disrespecting you. They're not. They, if you allow your wife or children to disrespect you, they are ultimately not only disrespecting you, but our Lord as well, which is which severely damages the marriage and family structure. If you have lost respect in your home as a husband or a father, this is the first thing we must work on together to get back. It will not be easy or quick as you've allowed this to go on on for years and decades. You know, I, like it's it's unbelievable how a, a guy come to me and go, man, Jerry, been in the program for three days. Jerry, I've been praying, man, hard for three days, man. And why is she back yet? <laughs> I think that's so cute. I used to get mad at it. I don't get mad at it anymore because I understand the world. I understand where they're coming from. They're like, man, listen, you know, I've been praying real hard for two weeks, man, and, and she ain't come. I've been fasting. I've been going to mass. I've been going to church, man. I'm praying real hard, and I just don't understand why she don't see it. <laughs> the reason your wife doesn't see it because she ain't buying the game. She's not buying that anymore. She bought it already. She's not buying that no more. She knows you now. She knows the game, you know, and, and what's going on is the guy, you know, he thinks so cute. You got to give it to men. We so cute. You know, uh, it took 15 years for your marriage to get where it is. And we think praying for two weeks is going to get everything to change. And that's not really how it works. OK, Um, so. If you have lost respect in your home again, this is the first thing we must give back. It would not be easy either. No woman will sleep with a man she doesn't respect. That's another thing that guys don't realize, husbands. If your wife doesn't respect you, she doesn't want to make love to you. She doesn't want to be close to you anymore. This is why one of the, you must be as Christ in the home. Once you are Christ in the home... a true and authentic man, your wife, you would draw your wife back to you. Women don't want wusses. They don't. They think they do. They think they do initially. Then they get a wuss and they go, oh my God, what did I marry? (laughs) Oh my Lord. That's my boyfriend? Oh no. I got to get away from him. Because wusses are selfish. Once a woman realizes that a man is selfish, no matter what kind of woman she is, she gets away from him, or she tries to anyway. Women, authentic, don't think women, they, women recognize true masculinity when they see it. And that's why women love Christ, because he died for them. He gave, his, her, he gave his life for them. That's why women love Christ once they get in the face, because they see it. They know it. They know what true authentic men are. Once they turn over to God, their life over to God, they see it, okay? So no child will also, no child will obey a father they don't respect. People, men and women too, they uh, they don't understand that kids are like little little motors, right? And they, they, they know it, they are very innocent, and they see all very clearly. And it kills me how parents think that if my ca- my child is disruptive and disrespectful, that when I ask them to do something, they're going to do something. No, they're not. Kids don't roll like that. You have to instill in your kids, this is what it's going to be, and you've got to get them to understand that if you don't do what I say do, then what's going to happen is there going to be consequences, and I'm not going to joke around with you we kids, and we all know this as parents, don't we? Kids see weakness really good. They see it really good and really quick. And if you show weakness with a child, they go, sweet, I got them. They just do whatever they want. And this is the test. This is the test if you don't have respect as a woman and, and as a husband, as a father in your home. If you got to ask your kid to do something more than twice, they don't respect you. The first, you give you give him the benefit of the doubt. Hey, Johnny, go clean your room. And then 10 minutes later, you don't hear nothing happening. So, okay, maybe he didn't hear me, right? We all, you know, everybody gets that because kids got a lot going on. <laughs> so what do you do? You go upstairs. You say, hey, Johnny, you get in his face. Hey hey, Johnny, go clean your room. Okay, you go back downstairs. And 10 minutes later, you don't hear nothing happening. Your kid don't respect you, man. He don't. Your daughter, your daughter or whatever, they don't respect you. And so if you don't even have that much going on, you have a very big problem in your home. OK, and your wife, believe it or not, is looking to you to get control of this. OK. All right. Next, um, you must realize you your you you represent Christ in the home. This means going doing what must be done for the welfare of God, your marriage and your children in that order. No matter how much it hurts or how uncomfortable you become, oh, my God. Gentlemen, you must understand, doing things in truth, doing things the right way, it causes pain. It causes you pain and causes your wife and your children pain because they're not used to doing good. They're not used to being disciplined. They're not used to doing stuff that they don't want to do. This is why you are responsible because somehow you got to learn to work with your wife so that you and her collaborate and get on the same page. This is how you get respect and you must keep that emotional that emotional connection going with your wife because if your wife loses the emotional connection, she will start to disrespect you and not want to please you and not want to make you happy. Why? Well, he don't love me then. He don't love me anyway. So why am I trying to make him happy? There another thing too this is how you know you got a good woman man she puts up with your dirty butt for 5 10 15 20 30 years and you ain't changed a lick this is how you know you got a good woman man she's trying to be patient with you she's trying to guide you which every husband should listen to your wife listen to your wife she loves you more than anybody on the planet. She has your best interest at heart. The reason most of us get in marriage crisis because we stop listening to our wife. We stop letting her guide us. We stop letting her be, nurture us. And she starts to feel offended like, well, what am I here for? He doesn't love me. What am I here for? Then that's when you start getting what I'm leaving. She starts planning for every for a year or two while I'm getting away from him. Now, I said it pretty fast, but that's the gist of it, man. That's the gist of it. In the church, it's a church teaching. Listen to your wife because why? You two are a team. Yes, you are responsible, gentlemen. You are responsible and you must take on that role, but you must also, your wife is also not a doormat. She's the mother of your children. You are, allow her to guide you, allow her to nurture you, uh, be vulnerable with her, listen to her without interrupting. She will love you. This is another thing too. She will love you more than anything. Another thing too is man men think well I don't this is this is a short term. This is yes, but man in the long term you if, if you suffer and sacrifice now in the short term, no and I'm telling you with all my heart if you would just hear me that your suffering and doing these things that I'm asking you to do, your wife Will serve you 10 times more than you ever could serve her five years from now, 10 years from now. The reason your wife isn't serving you right now is because inherently she believes you don't love her. That's the whole key to this thing, that's the whole key to this respect thing. You have to give of your whole self as a husband. You do, you why? Because God charged you as responsible, you are the leader. Nothing in your house happens without you initiating it first. That's why your wife initiates sex all the time. Why? Because she is the pursuée and you are the pursuer. And she's like, if you want me, you come get me, big daddy. <laughs> That's why you are you are the leader in the home, and things happen when you make them happen. Then when you serve and and, and sacrifice for your wife then she will start to know that you truly love and care for her and then her, her ego and her pride will start to dissipate in vulnerability for you okay now uh so you must so this means doing what must be done for the welfare of God your marriage and your children in that in that order no matter how much it hurts or how uncomfortable it becomes This will mean you must have the courage to insert boundaries in your home, but the boundaries must at all times include with love, empathy, and an understanding of why, okay? To get respect back, you have to insert boundaries because your wife and your children are used, your wife and children are used to treating you a certain way because you have allowed it, right? If your wife is mean to you, it's because you allowed her to do that to you for a year, for five years, for 10 years. So she's in the habit now. So even when you start putting in boundaries of like, don't talk to me that way, don't treat me that way, and don't, don't respond to her anger and stuff like that anymore, it's going to be, you got to be patient for her to change. Your children, too. Once your kids know you're serious, they won't disrespect you anymore. They won't. Once you take their take they phone, once you take their tablet, once you put them in their room and tell them you can't come out, you know, whatever punishment that you, you know, that you instill, you have to do and say what you're going to do. If you don't do it, then you're just another weak daddy to them. You weak. You like all the other daddies out there and outside the home. Kids must know you're serious and so must your wife. Okay, it's not being mean, gentlemen. Please get this what I'm saying. It's not being mean or cruel. You must get your home in order by honor by God. Okay. So that means that if you think about it, you're doing this not because you're selfish. You're doing this because for the future of your marriage, for the future of your wife, for the future of your relationship with God, for your future relationship with your children. Okay? Because if you allow your kids to grow up not respecting you, when they get grown, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to get as far away from you as they can. Okay? And this is that's just one reason the kids leave. But I'm just saying, that's what happens. All right? If your kids respect you as a dad, they might not want to do it, but they'll do it because they know that inherently, I'm supposed to do what my parents say do. Even when I'm grown, if it doesn't interfere with my marriage and my family, my current family, okay? Um, After first, there will be anger. At first, there will be anger. Um, But dealing with this now will help to heal you and your wife enough to allow the next steps in the battle plan to proceed more smoothly. The bottom line is, if you as a man, husband and father, want more love, peace, and cooperation in your home, you must gain more respect. Remember, trust and respect are earned, not given easily. And so this is why you guys must understand that with your wife, if you are in marriage crisis right now, right? If you're in marriage crisis right now, and for those of you who don't know, marriage crisis is I haven't made love in more than 30 days. My wife asked for a divorce. Uh, my wife asked, uh, my wife asked, wants a separation. My wife has left the home. My wife is filed for annulment or we are divorced, that kind of stuff. You know, um, your wife is not going to give her trust back easy. You've probably already realized that. The reason why is because in the past, you've said this, done the same stuff, and your wife has now got hip to you. And so when she finally gets up the courage to leave or to ask for a divorce, she is saying to you, Hey, I'm not buying that crap no more. I want real proof. And I mean, Listen, guys, do you blame her? I mean, let's just be real. I couldn't blame my wives. Thinking back now, I couldn't blame my wives. I wouldn't, I wouldn't of the man I am now. Well, I didn't know nothing. <laughs> I didn't, you know. And so I couldn't blame my wife. My first wife filed for divorce on me, leaving me, get another man on me. I, I, I can't blame her. Because now, at theater, of course, back then when I was young and dumb, I'm thinking like a lot of men think, how dare her go out and get another man on me and sleep with somebody else and blah, blah, blah. But see, now I know the real deal. The real deal is this. No woman suits another man that she ain't married to if her man, if her husband's on his game. What does on your game mean? On your game means that uh, my wife is doing that because she is trying to fill the void that I can't give her in somebody else. The other guy, what does he do for Well, he makes? He, he listens to her. He values her opinion. He's exciting. He's passionate. You know, he, he doesn't interrupt her when she talks. He's generally interested in her. He tries to take care of all her needs. No matter how you look at it, man, are you, are we must as husbands ask ourselves every day: Are we doing that? Women go where the real men are. My brother in law told me that like five, six, seven, eight years ago, and I fought him on that, <laughs> but he gave me proof. <laughs> Women go where the real men are; they do. Women go with the where the real men are, which means what? If you ain't on top of your game, I'm gonna go find a man who is, brother. You've got to realize you in competition for your wife every single day in this environment. Because today, men don't care that they, that a woman's married. Most of them don't. They don't. And if your wife, I don't care what your wife looks like—big and fat, small and ugly, beautiful—it doesn't matter. There's a dude out there that will take your wife from you. Don't matter. You are in competition for your wife every single day, and it's time for you to get in the game. And if you don't, you're going to lose her. Then you think, well, i just go get me somebody else. Yeah, what do your kids think about that one? What does God think about that one? See, man, you trapped. So you might as well go ahead and stop jerking around and get your game together. That's how I roll, and that's how I teach my guys to roll. You get you together, and then your wife will come along naturally. If your wife sees that you are really genuinely, if your wife sees that you are really and genuinely sincere about trying to improve yourself, she will give you another look. Now, every I'm not going to lie. Every woman's hurt differently. Every woman has deeper pains. Some women are very prideful, and it's going to take them a long time to really trust you again. But I promise you, if you stay in the game, they will, and you can start moving forward and get your marriage back together. But if you wuss out and you quit, then guess what? Of course you ain't going to get your wife and family back. Then you're going to go out and create another wife and family. Well, instead of having three kids, now you got six kids. Oh, then when that marriage don't work, well, I just go get another marriage. Now instead of having six kids, you got nine kids and three wives. I don't know about you, but my pocket can't roll like that. <laughs> i ain't got a big pocket like that but you might i don't know but what i do say man is please try your best to understand women they are not gonna fix themselves until you fix you first men think well why is she fixing herself why is she doing what she's supposed to do but you know why because women inherently know they ain't responsible now they might not say it out loud, but in in the natural law of things, inside their heart and soul, they really women know that they that they really ain't responsible for the family. They know that. So you when you come along, nothing's gonna happen in your family until you get yourself together. And then your wife and kids will start to see that you are an honorable, loving husband and you truly care about them, that they're more important than yourself. And then when you bring God in that picture, man, then your family starts to kick out and start to take off, man. And that's the deal. So we are done with today for that. So we have uh next, uh, next show. We're going to finish up. Uh, and so I hope that you guys understand and, and you got something from that today. That's part two, part three, we'll do next Tuesday, you know, cause I, the show is every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. And as I said, Listen, I just don't give you fluff. I really try my best to give you the deep of the deep so that you can reflect and go, man, yeah, you know, or go, no, that's not me. Or, yeah, that is me. Doesn't matter if what I'm saying is you or not. The thing is, man, you if this helps you develop a plan and helps you to understand how your wife is thinking and how your kids are thinking. Don't listen to the world, man. Please don't do that. This is why prayer is so important. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to somebody who's been where you are that is really and has come through that trial. That's why I don't want your wife talking to a divorced woman or single women. They're not where you want to be. And that's what you should tell your wife. Don't get mad at her. Just suggest it like, baby, that. Those women are not where you want to be. You want a husband and a family and a man that loves you and cherishes you. She can't teach you how to do that or get that. Okay. All right. So that being said, let's take our final quick break and we'll have our conclusion and we will be out of here. And thank you men so much for hanging out with the Catholic Alpha Radical show today. Bam. And so as we end for today, again, um, we will see part three of this starting on Tuesday. And um, again, we will go more into depth and start trying my best. We've laid really good foundation. And so Wednesday we'll get into the things on actually the things of why you've lost respect and to, I'm really already telling you how to get it back. If you've listened to me, the last two shows, I really told you a lot on how to get the respect back. You know, it's it's not a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, but you know, it's a it's a, a generally what you should be thinking about and 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 you know, reflecting on in your marriage. Did I do this? Did this happen to me? Kind of thing. Okay. So with that being said, gentlemen, thank you very much again. I love and respect you all. You are the bomb for taking the time to spend an hour a day with this crazy dude here. (laughs) So with that being said, we will end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, as we always do, which states, Society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is up on you fast pray and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313RADICAL